We might be childhood friends and I might drive you round the bend But I'm sure it's crazy kids will like it all in the end I might kiss you on the lips despite your nose But I guess that's how it goes Let's keep falling in love with our strange bedfellows Alright, Josh. Okay, do oh, not... I almost called you Josh. <laughs> Perfect. All right, great, Jack. Great way to start. <laughs> Listen, uh, what was I going to say? We do not come... What do you say? We do not come to mourn the summer of Sandra. What do we no. say? I do not come, come on. To, but we do... We are... It is dead. It's over. The summer's over. You can't, over. like, weep about summer being over. You yes. know, like, it happens every year. You know what's yeah. nice? It'll be back. PSL, sweater weather. Yeah. Like, you Back can listen to, to mopey music without feeling too weird about it. Yeah, Radiohead's popular again. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. Great. It's uh, sweater weather, folks, and when the sweaters come out, Sandra goes back in the bird box, doesn't she? And that's that's why we That's why we capped it off that way. Is that yes. how we capped it off? No, love potion number nine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and here we are in the chill autumn. Yeah. Now, you and I kicked around a lot of ideas. We kicked around a lot of ideas, but I we imagine also... some of the ones we have no idea yet, obviously. But I imagine some of the ones that our listeners heard last week from us mm-hmm. was probably really enticing yeah, for them. Sounded cool. Yeah, I can't. I didn't remember. I haven't got to that part of the edit. A lot of flots, thoughts flying through the air. I yeah. imagine in the Facebook group leading yeah. up to this week, we read them all. Yeah, we heard them, yeah. or we will have. We I, that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Um, but we but also... we're sort of MGTOWing. We listened, didn't we? We listened. Yeah. We listened to our listeners. We heard you. We heard what you wanted. And I think a we lot of people have. said, well, I think, yeah, because we haven't been able to listen, actually, because we yet. record like three weeks in advance, so we haven't yeah. been able to, like, if we do hear you, it's like too late, usually. <laughs> right. Yeah. But we did well, listen. We do hear you. And we, we think will that have what people you. will have said is... Sure, I like babes as much as the next person. Yeah. I love babes. Me too. Who doesn't love babes? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. we're missing out half the population when we talk about babes, aren't we? Surely that's what people will have said. The babes. Yeah, the babes is one I think half. a lot of babes actually like babes, Jack. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying... That's pretty we... heteronormative of you. I... <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking about babes, Sandra. Yeah. But there's another half of the population. Think we've done what? Three segment blocks so far? Yeah. Two of them have been babes. Yes. Maybe just two segment blocks and one of them was babes. The other was Hugh Grant. <laughs> right, just the two. Yes. <laughs> but what people are wondering, they're saying, and my wife said this to me. What about the hunks? That's exactly why I was saying we're going MGTOW. Morgan's going their own way. Morgan's, yes. <laughs> That's what MGTOW stands for. Yeah, and I yeah. guess I'm a Morgan, in, and I, we're all Morgans. Well, no, situation. it's Sarah's idea. We're just sort yeah. of going with her, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Yes. So, hunks. What about hunks? What? It, let's explore. It's the summer. I mean, it's summer's over. It's the fall. Everybody's going back to school. Everybody's got PSLs, and we're on the lookout for hunks. Pumpkin spiced. I've got some. I've got something on the line. One second. I'm reeling oh, it in. I can in. tell. 
I can tell you when your brain is birthing something, you get this look about you um, that may, means we're in for a long uh, Googling <sighs> something that's going to probably generate nothing. But you'll get there. I know you will get there. I trust you. I think it's your external trust in the your infernal machine that is going to fail us here. Because you're like probably right now, as I fill time, just watching a YouTube video of something completely unrelated. <laughs> Name some like really good male. You've got how about this? Pumpkin okay. Spice Ledger. And it's all Heath Ledger mm. movies. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying though. It's so easy ideas in this space. This is such like a a fast, rapid, creative space that ideas come fast and they come Here's hard. Here's what I need. Here's what I need to to just to land your idea. Yeah, it's really a, hard. I need a hunk whose first name is P and the last name is L. Can you do that? <laughs> I already had a hard time finding a hunk whose last name was L. Okay, well now it's getting even harder. Let's do, here's I can help you. Celebs whose initials are PL. Paul Lieberstein. Remind me? Let's see. He's um he's a he's a guy one of the guys from the office. <laughs> <laughs> one of the like hot like the romantics like a romantic lead. Uh, I don't think so. No, he's like pretty funny in it. Huh. But he plays a character on The Office uh, called. I don't know. The uh, Wikipedia page decided it wasn't worth saying. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't. You know what? I was f- just at that moment feeling like that wasn't worth hearing. <laughs> yeah. But it's but that just for the purpose of what the the thing would be it would be Paul Spice Lieberstein. You know. That, I feel like I that. know. I know. You know. You know. Yeah, but I think it has to be PL. <laughs> but that's not what we're doing. No, we're. Sarah had we're, an idea. Hunks. Sarah had an idea. The germ of an idea. She said, "Here's two things I love: October and hunks." hunks. She said, "I love hunks. I love October." She Mig-tow. said, "What about?" And she, she then did also say, "What about hunks for Red October?" Yeah, and I imagine you said to her what I said to you when you yeah. said to me the haunts yeah. of Red October, which is yes. What's that? <laughs> well, and then I'll say now because she has insisted because I've told her how this concept is now working, how we've kind of spiked her concept a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and she said the reason I said that specifically is because I and in this case it's Sarah wanted to you to watch either the film Working Girl okay with a hunky Harrison Ford sure or the film Bull Durham with a hunky Kevin Costner both great romances and then Hunks for Red October I unfortunately have to report to Sarah though that neither Harrison Ford nor Kevin Costner are in right Hunt for Red The October. Hunt for Red October yeah. that's a huge flaw <laughs> <laughs> And we need to have integrity. <laughs> so here's the concept. <laughs> but what is good news is lots of people are in that movie. We're on like a hunt for the hunt for Red hunks. October hunks. We're on a hunt for the hunks for Red October. We're, at, we're on a we're on a hunt for the hunks of the hunt for Red October. It's October. It's October. We're on a hunt for the hunks. 
of Red October. Um, and just to sort of, if, if you don't remember Red October, it's sort of, I think, maybe a light at the end of the tunnel for, for us. It's one of the greatest films ever made. And I think the culmination of, of this holiday season, it's where we'll end he up. Says, but he says, he says, he goes, you arrogant ass, you've killed us all. You arrogant ass, you've killed us. It's a it's a Tom Clancy book. It's um yeah. What's his name? Sean Connery. Jack Ryan. Quick quick power ranking. Um, okay. Sorry, uh, this is Dramatis Personae, and yeah. as you know, in Dramatis Personae, we have quick power ranking is like a quick little segment. Mm-hmm. Every actor who's played Jack Ryan. Okay, I can do this easy. Uh, number one, gotta be. I'm going to say Alec Baldwin. I know it's controversial. Number Alec two, Baldwin is the Jack Ryan of this film, by the way. Gotta be Harrison Ford. No question there. Uh, number three, four, and five, other dudes. Yeah. And then I'll put maybe somewhere somewhere in the six to ten um, guy from Office. And not Paul. I know you're all thinking Paul Lieberstein, but it's not. It's um, <laughs> Paul Lieberstein played Jack Ryan. I think <laughs> there's only five. Office. Okay. Well, he's not good in it, and I'm sorry if you're a listener. I like you in the office. He's a friend of my wife's, so maybe he would be listening. Is he? No, they they went to the same college. Okay, so it's not that likely that he'll be listening. No. <laughs> it's like a connection. They went to the same college at the same time. Guess what? As I will probably tell you later, I had drinks with a lady from this film one time. Which one? We're not even there. We haven't even said what film we're talking about. All right. I mean, people will know because it's like the name of the episode. All right, so here's where we're at. Here's the, here are the five men who have played Jack Ryan. Yeah. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Harrison yeah. Ford. Yeah. John Good Krasinski. Job, ben yeah, Affleck. Bad job, John Krasinski. Bad job, and Ben Chris Affleck. Pine. Chris Pine. He's oh, Captain Kirk need... in the Star Trek movies. No, no, I know who the man oh, okay. is. I need some more context for when he played Jack Ryan. And I know what people are saying. This feels off topic for your no, romance it's podcast. No, it's Get your head the out of your asses. For it's October hunt for October hu- Red October hunks for Red October. The hunt for the hunks of the hunt for Red October. Twenty fourteen's Jack Ryan colon Shadow Recruit. Oh yeah, also bad. Um, <laughs> I don't. So, yeah. I don't think I missed that one. D- There's Brenna. two good Jack Ryans. It's guess what? It's uh, Alec Baldwin and Harrison Ford. They both did a great job. Patriot Games fucking slaps. You clear and present danger. My fucking slaps. Think yeah. From the tone of this episode and sort of the direction <laughs> of this conversation so far that we'd be watching the hunt for red october this week no no this is a romance podcast what's wrong with you that's a hard action it's you know what it's described as on the wikipedia page hard action 1990 american submarine spy thriller film none of those words are romance yeah we're interested in hard one of those words action. is submarine yeah <laughs> You think this is a submarine podcast? No. Wrong podcast. No. What we do is we look at the filmographies of all of the hunks from The Hunt for Red October. (laughs) We find their romance films. Then we watch those. Then we watch those. So we started with the cream of the crop. It's a rich vein. Sam Neill. One, two, three, four. Fifth build on the poster for 
the hunt for Red October. <laughs> yeah. Um, and let's see, what does he build in? He's the dad in this one. What does he build in? He's one of the captains. He's the American, for folks who are here for Hunt Hunt for Red October content, if you came here from a Hunt for Red October message board, you'll know that Sam Neill plays a defecting Russian captain. And I will live in Montana. And I will marry a round American woman and raise rabbits. And she will cook them for me. And I will have a pickup truck. Or a... Possibly even a recreational vehicle. And drive from state to state. Do they let you do that? Yes. No papers? No papers. State to state. He's billed third in yeah. 2004's Wimbledon. Yeah. Which is what He's we watched for today. He was good. Yeah. And honestly, I thought it was a good movie. Ugh, I'm just... I was like, I literally have a note. My first note in 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 my notes here is a note for me that I wasn't going to read out loud. That was just play it cool about loving this movie. Just play it cool. <laughs> I knew you were going to love it. It's Be like cool it's like it. so of a time. It's, jack bait. it's, it's like, like pure complete jack bait. It's also just like <laughs> it's like middle grit. It's like middle aged, like washed up dad bait a little bit too, because it's all about oh. this like perfect nobody who comes back from nowhere to like win and wimbledon British. and fall in love with a beautiful he's young so apologetic oh uh, it's perfect and <sighs> i also i have played it cool because when you were like oh let's do let's take sarah's nice idea <laughs> and absolutely fucking liquefy it into this mush <laughs> what do you mean first of all that was a brainstorm i think we both contributed to the idea and the, and you, were, I was like, okay, well, what are some of the movies? And you were like, Wimbledon. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a tennis film. <laughs> I did not say at the time. I've seen it like seven times. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess we could do this. It makes, uh, it makes total sense to me. Sure, sure. I guess I could, I could see my way to watching that. Interesting. I've been meaning it on my list. I like tennis. Um, I Love was just in movie. Uh, Newport, Rhode Island. Okay. Home of the Tennis Hall of Fame. Yep. You been? Nope. Beautiful. Check it out sometime. Okay. That's it. That was the anecdote? Okay. That's fine. Hunks for Red October. And this week, it's, of course, everybody's been clamoring for hunks. They said, what? Why not more hunks, they said. You did. Hugh Grant, that was hunks. But then it was been Sandra Bullock since I can't even remember a time when you weren't doing Sandra Bullock. So that's babes for too long. Yeah. And now we need some more hunks, and it's hunks for Red October, and who better to represent the hunks of the Red October than Sam Neill, and we're choosing his film, and it's a romance, and it's Wimbledon. Yep. Wimbledon Does everyone understand? Starring... Let's pause for a second. Let's just pause and ask if everyone understands the concept. I think people get it. Okay. All right, well, speak up now if you don't understand the concept, because we're going to be plowing ahead with this. It's the hunt for, the hunks of, the hunt for Red Red October. October. Uh, Can I throw an October? In October? That's what I was going to say. We can throw an October at the top. So it's an October hunt for the hunks of hunt for Red October. That's beautiful. It's not symmetry to it, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. We could sell merch Beautiful. on that, I think. Yeah, I think we absolutely That's can. got a the ring hunks, to it. I think even just the hunks of Red October, and it's like a picture of Sam Neill. <laughs> <laughs> In Wimbledon. <laughs> In Wimbledon. <laughs> and it's like tennis manager, like crisp whites. What a movie. Yeah, so we're going to hunt down these fucking hunks. It's we like, we uh, spare them no mercy. You know what? We're going to be like Captain Marco Ramius. Of the titular Red October, hunting down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Marco Ramius was Sean Connery, who was yeah, the driver. He, really he was the pilot down. of the Red October. He <laughs> was the guy who hunted. took the bad ship out to like hunt the East Coast of America. It's, okay, it's fine, Captain. Whomever, it's Jack Ryan, Alec Baldwin, who goes to hunt the Red October. God. Well, there's he's not Read the only. There are book. a few people hunting the Red October. Because the Russians are hunting, right? Him because as well. he ran off with their like caterpillar drives up. It's yeah. undetectable by radar. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Here's who else is yeah. in Wimbledon. Vision from Same. WandaVision. Vision is in it. Uh, Spider Man kisses is in this one. Her. Yep. She's in it. Yeah. Um, and Professor X is his brother. Professor is X is in his brother. In Jamie Lannister is his best friend. Oh goodness, I missed that. Wow. What a what a cast. Yeah. Really stacked. And Sam Neill, of course. Sam Neill, of course, was in it. Spider-Man Kisses. Yeah. Yeah. Who I once had a drink with. She was very nice. Sam Neill? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) You went on on a date with Kirsten Dunst? No, absolutely not. That's what you just said. (laughs) No. (laughs) We had drinks with... uh, She was, I think, dating a friend... Either dating a friend of mine or a friend of a friend of mine. I didn't ask. Yeah. She was just around? She showed up. And I was like, oh, that's Spider-Man Kisses. And she was just very nice. So there yeah, you I go. not a very good be. story. No. Yeah. Um, I bet Vision is really nice, too. What do you think? Yeah, he seems so very nice. Yeah. Seems really we relatable, what charming. what the film is about. So the we said the film is it. called Wimbledon, and it's about fucking Wimbledon. What do you want from me? Like, it yeah, literally is just about Wimbledon. But it's also, and I've got a segment for us to do about this. It's also about this very British fantasy. Oh, yeah. It's... <sighs> it's like smut. Like, what if Englishman wins Wimbledon? <laughs> what if like uh I think he's he's definitely like washed up, but at some point we kind of like go into his mind, Paul Bettany's mind every now yeah. and then to yeah. live his anxiety. Yeah, it's pretty deep. And you can hear voices <laughs> shouting at him. And I think at some point while Stupid. when he like whiffs a tennis shot yeah. Someone in his voice is yelling at him that he's 32. Now you see that good-looking fella? No, not the kid in white, the other tired good-looking fella. Yeah, him. Well, that's me. British Davis Cup, long time ago. Two singles titles, even longer ago. Presently ranked 119th in the world. Sport is cruel. Now, I know it doesn't sound too bad. Four million tennis players in the world, and I'm 119th. But what that really means is this. 118 guys out there are faster, stronger, better, and younger. And it gets you thinking. It's the prime of my life. How long computer call you? Stop it. Stop it right now. Just serve. (laughs) Yeah. So he's like a 120th, 119th ranked, like, washed up tennis star. Yeah. At 32. Yeah. But he's he's made Wimbledon on a wild card. 
He made Wimbledon. It's his last. He keeps wanting to announce that he's going to retire this year, but nobody listens to him at his press conferences because he's nobody. He's already lining up jobs. Right at the beginning, he's taking a tour of the like a tennis, a pro tennis facility where he's going to be like the pro. Yeah, that's his like post-retirement plans. Some lady hits on him. She says, um, "We should look forward to giving you a peek at our ground strokes, won't we, ladies?" Oh yeah. Do you think that's good enough? We can call in the two prude dudes. Yeah, I guess it's the two prude branding consultants. Um, or it's I think it's the two lewd branding consultants. You think it's okay? Let's let's stop down for a moment. So we said yeah. we said what the old lady said, and I'm sorry I didn't yeah. introduce it as a segment. Yeah. But it is a segment, and it's and I saw the gentleman waiting in the lobby. I didn't know what they were doing out there. I was like, okay, I guess Jack will like say something. But yeah, here we are. The lady says it's an old lady, and she says it to Paul Bettany. Yeah, perhaps we should give you a peek at our ground strokes. Right, and I think that means you look think... up our skirts. Oh, I thought it was like a hand job reference. It maybe like oh, so it's like you're lo- like both in this scenario, you're like lying on the ground. I thought maybe... And they're stroking you. I don't want to say what I thought, but it involved, like, the, um, the, like, hole of a... Really interested to know where... Excuse uh, me? The hole of, like, a golf green. (laughs) (laughs) They're at, like, a country club, you know? I don't... No. The ground strokes is a tennis thing you do. You hit... It's, like, when you hit the ball that's, like, low in tennis. But it could also... It's... It felt like it was, like... Full of sexual innuendo, but I, I think I guess I thought it said I thought it seemed really filthy because I immediately thought of like someone at least being jerked off. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah. So maybe, yeah. I guess well, maybe we can just kind of f- find that fine. You know what? It's weird. I when I walked by, I saw one of each of them. It's ha- It's almost hard to distinguish, but it was definitely like. Prude Tanner and Lude Jack out there. Okay, yeah. And so we just want to, like, we'll bring those guys in. I think we're going to have to walk a fine line here, you know? Yeah, I think that's what you want with an innuendo. So you don't want it to be, like, totally filthy. So, gentlemen, can you come in? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not used to working with this man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm ready to bite into this challenge. We we have nothing in common. We're I'm, I run a rival agency, and we we find we find the smut that these guys are peddling to be absolutely beyond the pale. I'm the prude. <laughs> oh, you are. <laughs> Sorry, let me. Try I think again. this whole line about jerking one off into a, a <laughs> yeah. golf cup is pretty gross. Yeah. Uh, I think it's not gross enough, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <whew. laughs> so I don't understand why these oddballs are being made to work together, but <laughs> it's the only way to save America. <laughs> you think it's just a, a, a harmless upskirt. That's just a day in the park for me. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think that's what it is. All right. Well, let's find this. Let's find the common ground here. Um, here's what I've got. I got a list of tennis terms to know. Let's talk. About, let's let let's find our boundaries. We're dealing okay. with a woman, like three women who are all in their sixties. Okay, I've got it. Peeking our ground strokes. You've got it. I've got it. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to just say it? Yep. I think we keep stroke. Stroke feels powerful. And then the ladies say, 
Should we give him a peek at our forehand stroke? And then another lady says, only if he's up for a game of doubles. I have to call in another consultant real quick. Can you step out of okay, the room sorry. real quick? Yeah, sure. Can you ask Tennis <laughs> Jack to come in? Going. Tennis Jack? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tennis Jack? He's, he was actually just over. Oh, hey. I have a question. Hey, hello. Yeah, this Shit, is Tennis I Jack. Forgot it. Lou Jack. What was it? Sorry, my thing? Forehand stroke? We're in the middle of a game of backgammon here i had tennis jack over for a game of backgammon i like to give a little bit of backstory what was the what was it forehand stroke let's give them a peek at our forehand stroke uh tennis jack is forehand stroke a thing in tennis uh i think you would just say forehand <laughs> but it is a stroke <laughs> <laughs> um, i think it's i think let's just <laughs> speaking as prude tanner here you so thank you yeah. uh, <laughs> tennis jack you can leave Okay. <laughs> um, speaking as Prue Tanner here, that feels a little too like it feels like it's sure it sexual. makes sense, yeah. you know, but like it doesn't okay, really. Well, yeah, I think how we have would to... you take my thing and tone it down? I think we have to strip forehand it down. toss. What about that? We're keeping stroke, right? So let's say have back to. to our boundaries. This is three okay. ladies in their sixties, and we're talking about second base at furthest, right? No stroke. Okay. I guess would be third base. What about this? I don't know where the bases are. I think stroke is like probably thirdly, firmly okay, third. Let me base. throw this at into you, a golf cup. I've got one for you. Um, the, he comes in. He says, "Hey, I'm the new tennis coach," and the one of the ladies says, "That's great. Looking forward to your lobbing a few balls in my direction." Mm, that feels better. You know what I like about that is like it. It's sort of the opposite of the last one. You know. Where it's like, it could be read as sexual, you know? But, like, it might be a little odd to do so. It's a natural thing you would say, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right, that's good. good. We've landed it. We've landed If we landed the account, um, I guess account manager, Tanner. Oh, um, I actually, I'm sorry, I think there was a miscommunication. I don't, like, have any, like, money or anything. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, I think we fixed it. Okay. Yeah, and why did that come up? Oh, because he's retiring, and everyone's ignoring... Right. Are we still in Dramoda's persona? No, we've said everyone who's in it. He's retiring. He gets a job. I'm sorry. I'm having trouble with my audio again. Oh, Iron Man's friend is in it. And I... Oh, I hate to call this this early. Yeah. But Iron Man's friend is in it, and he's playing Iron Man's friend. So that might make this part of the, like, Iron Man extended universe. Right. He's playing Iron Man's friend from Swingers in this one. <laughs> Right? Yes, it's exactly that character. He's the agent of Vision. He is that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's the agent of yes. Vision, which I think is a thing in the Mar the MCU. Yeah. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. He crushes it. He's like kind of a cynical agent. But he even he gets sw swept up in the drama. Should we? Why don't we say what happens? Paul Bettany, because uh, we haven't even introduced Spider-Man kisses, really. He's just doing his business and then he meets spider-man kisses who his like, business is having, losing wimbledon losing wimbledon he's a he's like okay here i go yep. time to lose wimbledon as i have done before and as as many british men have done before me and as many british men will do again yeah so this is it this is the end this is what it looks like one thousand balls a day 300 days a year for 25 years six million balls and it all ends here at two in the afternoon on court 17 while they're over on center court screaming for the latest Russian teenage beauty. 
Let's see if I can at least make it last a little while. And we're talking about you here, Tim Henman. Let's just elephant in the room. Everybody is talking about Tim Henman. This whole movie is, that someone is talking from about Tim Henman. <laughs> Red October? No. Uh, English people will know that at the time of this film, we all thought that maybe Tim Henman would one day win Wimbledon. If I could win one tournament and give up everything else, it would definitely be Wimbledon. Before there was Andy Murray, Britain's hopes of a first Wimbledon men's singles champion since 1936 rested on the shoulders of Tim Henman. For two weeks every July, Tim took the British public on a true roller coaster of emotions. Tea turned cold, phones were left off the hook, and dinners went uncooked. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't even recognize the name. Spoilers for the past. He did not win Wimbledon. That's too bad. Ever. But it just kept on seeming like maybe he was going to. To be fair, Andy Murray did win Wimbledon. Uh, he's a Scotsman. Uh, but we do have a British Wimbledon champion eventually. But this movie is about Tim Henman. Okay. <laughs> it's about... And he fell in love yeah. with Kirsten Dunst? No, this movie is like, what if Tim Henman but better? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For England. Anyway, we should say he meets Spider-Man Kisses. She's also a tennis star, a hot young tennis star with a fiery temper. She's a young up-and-comer. American. Uh, from America. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, there's a charm. Her to daddy's it. There's British. There's an allure to it. Her daddy is British. Sam Neill is daddy, and he's mm-hmm. I, I he's guess our hunk he for is Red British, October. right? Does it? So is our hunt this week? Has it ended? Do we say okay? Hunt the hunt is over. Oh yeah, hunts off. <laughs> we lo- just for this week. Yeah, we lost <laughs> the hunk. You know, the hunt for the hunks of Red October continues until the fall. Until October is over, at least. At the very least, yeah. Um, and then. But this week, our hunt for the hunk for Red October in this film ended as soon as we identified Sam Neill. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and he's introduced pretty early in the movie because he is Kirsten Dunst's British daddy. Looking for someone? Yeah. Yes. Wouldn't happen to be my daughter. Yes, it would. It's cold, right? Yes, but please call me Peter. Lizzie's on a roll right now, and I don't want her to have any distractions. Right. Of course. Sorry, just to clarify, do you see me as a distraction? That's exactly how I see you. So stop looking for her. Stop calling her, stop coming around, stop every damn thing that involves my daughter. Is that clear? Yeah, and then so Paul Bettany meets her, they hit it off, they do a big makeout against, kind of against the rules, because daddy's like, don't get distracted. Yeah. And then... Kind of the premise that is holding the film together is the notion that he's very superstitious. We should still practice together. We must stick to the routine. Yeah, you know, the hotel offered me a better room, and I told him, you know, I'm on a roll at the moment. At such moments, our superstitions are all we have. Exactly. Even when I'm taking a shit, I must do it exactly the same. I'd never thought of that. That's genius. You think of everything important, you do it the same. They both are. They both have this affliction. And the... Only cure is like doing it, getting the getting the dicks wet. But he has relations with her, and then like win- surprisingly wins. And then for the rest of the movie, he's kind of like Vision got a fuck. 
or he won't have no luck. Which is something she already knows about herself, I think. No. Yeah, she comes into the movie and she's like, I need to find someone to hook up with here because that's how I like clear my head and get, it's how she gets daddy out of her head. Okay, sure, sure, I'll allow it. There's a lot of Freudian stuff in this one. Yeah, although it does become like a point of contention later because she's like, what, I, I just, you just use me to like charge up before a game? I told you I needed to focus, to be away from you for just a few days. But no, instead you sneak into my room, you don't even have the decency to spend the night. I had the earliest start and I thought you'd want the extra sleep. I was some chick you picked up. Well, this chick is going back home to work on her serve. Listen, I am sorry about your match, I really am, but please don't go. Why? Because you need to screw me before the finals. Is that what you think? That's why you think I'm here. It's not really here, not even just a little bit. Right. But that's and exactly that's what issue. she admits to using him for. So right, it's yeah. So that's the, and that's the kind of the narrative tension is like, is this real or are you just like trying to pursue it because I'm helping you to win Wimbledon? Right. Should we take a break? Yes, let's do that. All right, we'll be back in a minute, everyone, and don't say I didn't warn you. <laughs> uh oh. Okay, <laughs> that's troubling. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hmm. What would I do with an extra hour in my day? Very interesting question, BetterHelp. Hello, everyone. This is Evil Tanner. I'm like regular Tanner, except evil. Our sponsor, BetterHelp, has put a little prompt here in the copy for us. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? My own website, which only exists on the dark web, of course, uh, wetterhelp.com, could use a little help. So I would probably use that hour to do a whole bunch, like just flood Facebook with one like, one prayer. Please go donate to my GoFundMe. I need to bring my website, wetterhelp.com, back from the brink. Betterhelp.com, they feel like there's a little bit of uh, infringement. I said, well, you know, we're on the dark web. You guys are on the surface web. Our whole thing is like, getting people wet who don't want to be wet so it's like stepping in a puddle or like sitting on a bench that's wet that's us like that's what we do share this with a friend one like one prayer i will follow through on the like prayer stuff too i will be praying all night i would use today's sponsor betterhelp.com um of course i can't i an evil tanner i can only use the deep web we do have a deep web version of betterhelp.com um it's called worsehelp.com it's not good but i think betterhelp.com is great from everything i've heard convenient flexible suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist you can switch at any time no additional charge uh, go check it out learn to make time for what makes you happy with better help visit betterhelp.com slash bedfellows to get 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash bedfellows see you there well not me but have fun It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I want to introduce a new uh, concept to you. Fine. 
Um, check this out. It's called, I think we can do this for just for important movies that it works for. Okay. It's called Yesterday's It. When did you write that? I didn't write it. Paul McCartney wrote it. The Beatles. Okay. <sighs> Dig in a little bit further. Let's Yesterday's this shit. Okay. So in Yesterday's, the film, which I hope we never watch because it looks kind of like crap, I think. The premise is that he wakes up. He's just like a musician. Then he wakes up, and nobody remembers the Beatles except him. Sure, right. He remembers the famous Beatles song, Yesterdays. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like the only guy. <laughs> yeah, and he yeah. knows. So he can do Yesterdays, and everyone's like, whoa, that's so good. Did you write that? And he's like, I guess so. But so he, oh, now, he does take credit for it? Yeah. Is that I haven't seen unethical? It. I haven't seen it. Just the preview. I think that's I the question not. of the film. Are they gone? Yeah. They didn't exist in his reality. Well, then I guess not. Like, it's original thought, you know? Yeah. I'm not... I think the film probably explores this. But so, now riddle me this. And here's how it's something that... It's a tool you and I can use to kind of crack open these tasty little chestnuts of movies that we're watching. Everything you just said sounded really good. Yeah. So imagine, let's yesterday's this, imagine you and I wake up tomorrow and we're the only people who remember the 2003 film Wimbledon. 2004. 2004. We're the only people who remember 2004's Wimbledon. Yeah, it's today's now. And you and I have woken up. Oh, hit the alarm clock. Ah, oh, hit the snooze button. Ah, better call Jack. Yeah, better. Hey, Tanner. First thing I say every morning. (laughs) Yeah. You give me a call. Uh Craziest thing I say. Tanner, craziest thing. I'm frantic. I've been up for a while. It sounds like you just woke up. Are you okay? Jesus, you okay? It's like 1130. Me? Why are you? Yeah, you just woke up. I'm good, but I'm worried about you. Yeah, I've been frantically walking around. I was talking to my wife, and I was like, hey, you remember in Wimbledon how Paul Bettany like, uh, punches that guy in the face who's, like, who is the main tennis star of, of boys? Okay. And she's like, in what? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean in what? She was like, do you mean in the tennis tournament, Wimbledon? <laughs> I was like, no, in the movie. And she's like, what? What are you talking about? Are you okay? It's 6 a.m. Why are you up? Yeah. And I was like, I just woke up pretty early. I was thinking about Wimbledon. She's like, the tennis tournament? No, the fucking movie with Paul Bettany. <laughs> movie. She's like, who? I was like, wait, Vision. what? <laughs> so that shit is crazy. And anyway, so I went out into the street. I'm talking to everybody. You know, my neighbors and shit. I, do you remember Wimbledon? Nobody knows Wimbledon. Do you know it, Tanner? Did I know it before now? Do you you know it, right? Wimbledon. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I think it seems like sorry, you haven't into your coffee yet. <laughs> it seems like we live in a world where no one knows the movie Wimbledon. So we could like Did we already make, watch Shakespeare in Love? Ooh, Armageddon. Make are you in this role play with me or not? Yeah, sorry. Here I am. So and people haven't we, heard of Beatles yet either. They haven't heard of Beatles? No, I uh, what the what? Beatles? Right. I'm on the phone with you. We're on the phone? Yeah. Sorry. I was Do you know do we have the hunt for red octo sorry. 
Do we have the October hunt for the hunks of the hunt for Red October in this universe? Well, I think it's going to make, we can, but it's going to make less sense to our listeners because they're going to be like, what? Wimbledon. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh. But I think in yesterday's, he like uses that knowledge to like make a ton of money. So how do we make money off of the knowledge of 2004's yeah. Wimbledon? Yeah. Gre- Let me ask my wife real quick. If she's... Okay, yeah. I'm going to roll over in bed. Okay, okay. That's nice. You guys still share a bed. Um, do you know Wimbledon? She says she does. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. The movie? Oh, ask let me ask. The movie. Yeah. yeah. The movie? No. Okay, so that's confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now we could just strike it rich. Um sure. Okay, so So here's one thing. Let me think. Let How me, does let he me... do So is he a nobody? The guy from yesterday? I haven't seen it. I think he's like a a failed musician. Cuz I think what's going to be most complicated for us is we've got a million dollar idea, right? Yeah. The problem is how do we yeah. me and you get it to the people that it needs to get to to turn into 2004's Wimbledon. (laughs) I think that's like one idea is that we could make the movie for sure. But I also think like... Honestly, Jack, I don't know what you're going to suggest, but we would otherwise be depriving the world of the movie. (laughs) And that feels like... Oh, you think that's like an ethical conundrum? Yeah. Yeah. So, But in our world too, it's like vision. Like and it's this, like he's this like, becomes less about like what do we do with this intellectual knowledge, and it's like what do, like how do we save reality? <laughs> yeah, that's good too. Okay, but I think well, what, but I what think, would you do? Let's talk about what we would do. It's two thousand what four or is it now? I'm open to it. I think that when he wakes up, I'm going to say this: it's I, now. It doesn't feel like a movie that would do as well today. <laughs> But listen, but it wouldn't because it today is in a world where Wimbledon did exist. I, um, here's where I think that God, so sticky. This gets so sticky because it's like, yeah, but like, how much of 2004 Wimbledon have has influenced like culture and society? That's what I, that's what I'm saying. And I, I, here's what here's the here's what I want to put to you. I think that the film Wim, Wimbledon exercised exorcised. Uh, a particularly thorny and important part of the British psyche that was what if Englishman Tim Henman did win Wimbledon and then we kind of got to see it on the silver screen instead of because Tim Henman Henman disappointed us that's the spoiler for the past but Tim Henman really disappointed everyone I mean I don't think he disappointed his mother I think he was a good tennis player good job Tim Henman he got to the semifinals of Wimbledon many times and won uh, plenty of Grand Slam tournaments. What's Great his name? player. Henman? Tim Hedman. Is Tim Hedman's mother. But let me land this thought a little bit. <laughs> Before you look up Tim Hedman's mother. I think maybe the, like, there's like a cascading series of events that leads to Brexit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? I think this movie is more important than you think. Well, no, I mean, because we have this movie, but we <laughs> yeah. ha- have Brexit too, you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> so maybe if without the movie, like, maybe do, it do happens they explore earlier. in yesterday's, do they explore like, what if the world is a better place without the Beatles? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I don't plan to. <laughs> so it I guess we'll have bad. to explore that. In a, yeah. in a, what does 2023 look like without Wimbledon? Maybe our responsibility is not, what do we do with this property? Maybe we have not, to prevent it. What, how do we lock this away? Okay, so you think that because of Wimbledon, because it was important for British people to continue to be disappointed by Tim Henman, and I'm sorry to bring Tim Henman into this. He's a great tennis player. Have you found out whether his mother was proud of him? I'm reading now. <laughs> I found an article in the Why don't you ask, you want to ask chat? Shall I, I'll ask chat, because I feel like they might have. I can just ask real quick. I'll ask chat GPT. Was Tim, hey chat, was Tim Henman's mother proud of him as of my last update in january 2022 tim henman a former professional tennis player from the uk has spoken about out about the support and encouragement he received from his family throughout his career his parents were regularly seen attending his matches and cheering him on wow like most parents tim henman's mother would likely have been proud of her son's accomplishments both on and off the tennis court i'm just yeah. gonna throw but he never won wimbledon <laughs> yeah to make sure i think this ChatGPT only works when you feed it, like when yeah. it continually gets more data, you know? ChatGPT has conceded the point, so I've got it on its back foot. But it, it then says, however, the measure of pride a parent feels for their child typically isn't contingent solely upon whether they won a specific championship. Ask ChatGPT if it feels pride, you know? I'm going to say, did this lead to Brexit? Oh, smart. I was hoping no. you could sort of... It says no. Oh, Tim Henman sent his career and his performance at Wimbledon did not lead to Brexit. He okay. said that. <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> sounds a little bit defensive to me. <laughs> so we're not the first ones to explore yeah. this. It sounds like he's gotten this question before. Yeah, yeah. It was immediate. There was no hesitation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't not sure. So what do we we don't we don't have to stay. I think this has been a good thought experiment, but I think maybe the mission is that we would... I mean, I think I'm a little too pig-headed because I'm immediately like, well, I'm an American. I would want to turn it into, like, whatever. Because I think maybe, like, the... Lacrosse. The fact of seeing this, like, British victory that was hoped for but never happened in Tim Henman, and I do... I am aware that Andy Murray did eventually win Wimbledon. You don't and think he also counts, because he, he's Scottish. He Scottish. And you're racist against <laughs> Scottish people. <laughs> the, pr prior to Andy Murray... The last Brit uh, Englishman to win Wimbledon was Fred Perry, who won it three times in a row. Wow. Uh, the third time he won it of this three-peat was 1936. Oh, been a while. <laughs> Where is Wimbledon? Wimbledon. England. It's in Wimbledon. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but do you think that it's possible that the British psyche was like, we got like, everybody got too arrogant and by watching this, like, by exercising this demon that was not meant to be exercised, by watching Paul Bettany do it. Do you see what I'm saying? And then they were like, let's do Brexit. Let's elect Bo Boris Johnson. Let's just, like, throw this whole, the, all the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, I think that's, right. yeah. And I think we can probably, once again, I would update ChatGPT again and be like, <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, he did. <laughs> All okay, right. so, so we can confirm that. Thank you for yesterdaysing with me. I think this is a segment we can use only in important movies that actually have obviously affected the um, 
like the historical landscape in a significant way, like Wimbledon, starring Paul Bettany and Spider-Man kisses. Yeah. Um, What else? I'm getting back to my notes. Have we said the whole film? So the the dad, and we should talk about the dad, because he's one of the hunks for Red October. He really does want to break up the... um, this incipient romance. It's a pretty oh gosh. It's a it's a good movie. I and loved it. If you watch it, you'll like it. But nothing yeah. really happens and even the main conflict between there's not a lot of conflict and the conflict's pretty weak. And one of the early conflicts is Sam Neill doesn't like Paul, Paul Bettany, Bettany like hanging around with his daughter. Yeah. But it's so quickly just yeah. dispensed of. Like He's not as mean as he seems. Iron Man's sidekick happy comes and it's like sorry it's good for like pr and he's like okay (laughs) and then they're just allowed to like be in love for the rest of the movie well then she's mad at him because she's she uh, she loses and she's supposed to win yeah she's like the brash young american she gets knocked out early and then she's mad at him because she's losing and he's winning and that dynamic has changed and then also she's mad at him. She like takes it out on him because she's like, you just want to like, what was it I said before? Vision got a fuck or he won't have no luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't say, Paul Bettany doesn't say that line in the film. He doesn't say it like that. No. I would think that like, he doesn't it say could have been. Like, I think if you listen back, you would hear it over the course of like the conversation. But. I think it may have been like the tagline on the poster. Like yeah, Wimbledon yeah, yeah. starring Paul Bettany and Kirsten Dunst. Vision got a fuck or he don't have no luck. Yeah. And so they dispense of that one. And, and then, yeah, the other conflict is just like she thinks he's he's using her for her body exactly what she's doing. Um, He's not. He's in love with her and he says so on the news. He's so in love with her and he says so on the news. And it's really oh. nice. Well, I suppose the real answer to your question is, uh, well, love, really. Love of the game? Yeah, love of the game. Um, but listen, you, you, you may have read about Lizzie Bradbury and myself being involved, so to speak. I'm, I'd like to take this opportunity to set the record straight. I read the papers this morning and um, they seem to imply that Lizzie had let me down in some way. That's just not the case. The truth is I let her down. I let her down, and for that, I'll always be truly sorry. So touching. <laughs> yeah, it's really She nice. sees it on a little TV. Yeah, that's lovely. And then and she runs to him. Win Wimbledon. Because she and... sees her in the crowd. Whew, I liked that And then part. at the end, John McEnroe's in it. He's so annoying. Yeah, I, I I thought that I had watching this, and I'm sure it happens all the time, and John McEnroe is game for doing it, is it must be pretty annoying to be John McEnroe and read scripts where you're playing John McEnroe. <laughs> like just being like an annoying asshole. And just be like, guys, you cannot be serious that you cannot be serious is in the script like seven <laughs> fucking times. Like, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> um, At one point, like, I guess we can play the clip. It's right at the end. Um, yeah. He he finishes. He beats this little prick. God, yeah, who he had previously this, punched in the face. They found the like best yeah. little prick to play. <laughs> yeah, really like hated him. <laughs> the American like hot is he American? Pro- of course, the American like male singles like this is, tennis so, star. This film is like very Freudian. It's about like the death of the father in a lot of ways. Like she has to like overcome her dad, the German tennis player who's his best friend. 
even says it at the 13 minute and 40 seconds. That's mark. Jamie Lannister. He says he's uh, he says of this guy. AJ Bass. You ever heard of him? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's sitting over there. Look. Oh my god, shouldn't he be off discovering masturbation or something? Played him in Bogota. He's like all young men, out to destroy us, to kill the father. Like all young men, he must first be taught a lesson of humility. Exactly. And you taught him that lesson in Bogota? Sadly, no. He killed the father, straight sets. Watch out for his backhand. Yeah. <laughs> it's he's so good. He, that, he's, he's my hashtag swoon, too. The, yeah, he's great. Uh, Jamie he's, yeah, he's pretty hunky in this one. At one hour and f- one, uh, one hour, eleven minutes and five seconds. Yeah, he first of all, Vision couldn't remember yeah. his name has to knock his best friend Jamie Lannister out of the tennis competition. Yeah. God, what a movie that very would be. sweetly. Oh boy, Vision v Lannister. <laughs> it's got that gold hand with the tennis racket in it. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> and it's handed very sweetly, and then he has to go take on this like shithead american yeah and jamie lannister says to him good luck my friend in this way that's just like like no one's ever said said that to me like that before no you know yeah i am uh, have a new theory of our life of tennis so i simple ready you um hit the ball back over the net as hard and as deep and as often as possible Sorry to disturb you, Peter. Members have invited you to use the number one dressing room. Oh, no. Thank you, Danny. I think I'd rather stay here. Right. That's what I told him you'd say. But it's it felt like nice. really it nice. felt gratifying. He puts his like hand on his back. That's yeah, really nice. Big cold metal hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of Freudian stuff in this one. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah, it's about killing the father, and then you for British people, it's about I don't know colonialism. I think. Who knows? But it's America's daddy. That's what it is, right? Because America's daddy. You're America's and it's like, daddy. It's this fantasy of killing daddy. Right. Eh, maybe it falls apart. Uh, do you want a better blur before we go? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a uh, it's a segment we like to do. It's called the blurb betterers. Blurb betterers. And uh, we take the blurbs of the film and we better them. Uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Nothing. To, uh, nothing to see here. So the blurb of this film, I will read to you now at this juncture. We're just gonna fix it so it's easier for people to know what's going on. Yeah. This is from uh, Amazon uh, Prime Video. A fading tennis pro meets a beautiful, brash young... I like that alliteration. A beautiful, brash young player on the rise. Uh, Just like a little tiny dash here, not an M dash or an N dash, which I find deeply offensive. Just put like a little... Put a dot in, you know? Yeah, just start a fucking new sentence. Sparks fly, but her dad thinks it's a disastrous. I like that alliteration too. But her dad thinks it's a disastrous match for both in this romantic comedy. And that's to me that yeah. jo- switching from like talking about people to talking like breaking the fourth wall and saying it's a romantic comedy. I found quite jarring. I think that's jarring too. I also want to say I don't know if this is too much of a challenge for you. Probably. 
you did say I like that alliteration a lot twice, yeah. and I'm wondering if we can make our whole blurb alliterative. Pretty alliterative. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. We can do that. That seems fine. I. Yeah. Um. Well, we're gonna have to rewrite because I think I was on to something, and I'm realizing now it's not from the. Believe it or not, it's not from the movie poster. I actually did come up with um, Vision Gotta Fuck or He Won't Have No Luck. Yeah. So if we can get that in there, but maybe kind of an alliterative version of it, that could be a way to start. What's his name in this movie? I, it's not Vision? I thought it was, but... It's probably Mock. Do you think it's Tim? I bet it's Tim. Keep I bet they cold. like just... Okay. <laughs> Okay, so the first line of this, a fading tennis pro meets a beautiful brash young player on the rise. So should we just, let's just put that alliterative. Uh, um, so pathetic? let's just come up with. Pathetic what? is kind of fading. Oh, I was going to come up with uh, a word for fading that started with a T. I was thinking a pathetic ball basher. Um. Befriends a beautiful brash. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> um, a tepid tennis uh, t- uh, tool. <laughs> tool. Okay. We'll do your one. A tepid... No, no, no. Let's do your one. I don't care. Which you like better? A tepid tennis tool or I don't like... I think I do like ball basher. Ball basher is pretty good. Let's run yours back from the beginning. Let's spice a it ba- up. A pathetic ball basher meets... Uh, befriends pathetic? a beautiful... Pathetic. Yeah, we can do better than that. Like bathos. I mean, it's kind of a good word. It is. A, it's a, it's a nice SAT well. word. Yeah. Belly up, belly up is pretty good. Okay, yeah. Burnt that's out, good. burnt belly out, up. burnt out is what we want. A burnt out ball basher befriends. Um, how do we say Spider-Man kisser? With a beautiful bees. brash. Well, we want to keep beautiful brash. Beautiful but, brash, and then we want to say Spider-Man kisser. So that's going to be tough. Um, bug, bug. In French, you would say gross. You would say bees, bizarre. That's a little much. Uh, let's try uh, bug. Apparently, B-U-S-S is a synonym for kiss. Bus? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Let's look it up. Bus is a kiss. He bust her on the cheek. In what language? It's kind of archaic. It's in English. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. <laughs> bug buster? Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I guess, well, we can try to explain alliteratively that that's an archaic term for kissing. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, okay. A beautiful, brash, bug, busser, parentheses. Uh, uh, oh, man. This is hard. Guys, this is... I Now I know how... People who write these Netflix blurbs do not get enough credit. Let's see. What am I, What's the word I'm trying to think of? Um, oh, what about a buzzword bygone. from before? Oh, a bygone buzzword. That's bygone perfect. buzzword. Okay, parentheses, a bygone buzzword. This is great. Okay, now we're going to change that uh, fucking hyphen to an M dash. Okay. Uh, so the next sentence is, Sparks fly, but her dad thinks it's a disastrous match for both in this romantic comedy. We keeping the bees going, or? I'd be happy to. Yeah, unless I think we you have wanna... to. No. Yeah. I think at this, I think so once what are the, what are the, part... what, repeat that second part to me. Let's get the main sentiments out. Sparks fly, but her Got dad it. thinks it's a disastrous match for Got both it. in this romantic comedy. Yep, Got it. it. So we have to say those three things. Yeah. Sparks fly, dad thinks it's a bad match, it's a romantic comedy. Yeah. Bees. Balls bounce. We could add What about one. just buzz buzz? Because that's the sound that it would make. 
if like sparks were flying. Oh, okay. Be like buzz buzz, but <laughs> you know, like it's like kind of onomatopoeic. Right. I you know, just throwing some stuff out. What's a word that starts with B that means love? Because you could say like B blo- blossoms, you know. Oh yeah. Okay, that's that's lovely. B sort of a tough one. Can we go back and start with S? A bond? A bond blossoms? It's a little cold, but if it's the best we have, I think. Yeah, we can't go back now and abandon bees, I'm afraid. That would be tough, huh? Yeah. Bonding begins. That's even colder. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to try to find... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find an adverb that's going to take this from cold to super sexy. Yeah. Bonding begins. Bonking begins. Bonking begins. Okay, that works. I was or bonding begins burningly. Bonking begins burningly, blazingly. Bonking Blistering. begins blazingly, blisteringly. That Blistering. sounds actually a little. What that else? sounds like it might hurt. I think blistering bonking begins is going to get us where we need to go. That kind of covers all our bases. Yeah, bonking begins, but no notes there. No. <laughs> but um, her dad thinks it's a disastrous match. Um, Baba is sort of, I think, something they say in like the Middle East for like dad. Okay, that's pretty good. Let's keep that in our back pocket. Begetter. Begetter. I think that's pretty good. The begetter. Or the breeder. The I think begetter is good. The begetter believes. It's bad. Bad for her bounce. Well, we can put bond here. It's a bad bond. It's a bad bond for both. Bad bond for both. And, and the, then we want to say in this romantic comedy. Well, I also want to say that I think we can also fit in that it's bad, a bad bond for both, but also hurts her game, which is his main oh, concern. Oh, yeah, a bad bond for both. And, and uh, like, a bad bad for her bounce or, like... Oh, yeah, and... Um, oh, and blemishes... A bad bond for both that blemishes her bounce. That's great. In this... Um, Bubbly... Um, how do you... Uh, maybe, like, brainy? So I want something that's more romantic, if possible. Buttery? Buttery is getting close in this blood, uh, blood boiling, not blood boiling. What do you get when you get your blood up? Boner, like, um, boner bringing, boner bringing, boner bringing. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. And then we just need something for comedy to let, to bring it home. Um, badinage. (laughs) That's a, that's an SAT word. If ever there was one. Burlesque. Burlesque is good. Badinage means a humorous or witty conversation. Yeah, it's just too bad it's a word you just made up right now, you know? <laughs> it's from the uh, 17th century French badinet to joke. Yeah. So what do you want? Burlesque instead? No, it's or... fine. Let's do your one that is a made-up word. Okay. Uh, and then I'm just going to say, uh, I'm just going to add hashtag vision gotta fuck or it don't bring no luck. Does that seem okay or... I think that's fine. Okay. You want me to run this back for you? Please. Okay. Here's what we got. Wimbledon. Tell me if you saw this, if you were scrolling through Netflix or Amazon Prime and you saw this, tell me if you would be like, yes, please, daddy. Okay. A burnout ball basher befriends a beautiful brash bug busser, a bygone buzzword. Blistering bonking begins, but the begetter believes it's a bad bond for both that blemishes her bounce and is boner bringing bad nudge. Hashtag vision got a fuck or it don't bring no luck. That's good. Honestly, <laughs> they should hire us to do these because that one was really good. <laughs> yeah. It was really challenging to say the bees, but yeah. we did it really well. Yeah. <laughs> 
beautiful. Um, yeah. Everybody should watch it, uh, unless we've been yesterday's. In which case, everyone in the comments is going to be like, "What? Literally, what fucking movie are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, and, and if we have been yesterday's, and you are in Hollywood, yeah, get in touch because we <laughs> have an, an idea. idea for a movie. It might cause Brexit, though. We're worried. <laughs> Because it hasn't happened in this year. Right, and we'll have to explain what that means. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, great. Yeah. Let me see if I have any other notes. I think I'm out. I'm tapped. Here's our, here's our, our five-second pitch when we meet, like, Michael Eisner in the elevator. Okay. We say, we've got a really great idea about a burned-out ball basher that might bring Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. That's cool. And yeah. his bug and his bug buzzer. <laughs> and his bug buzzer. <laughs> Bad news brings Brexit. <laughs> yeah. That's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank you, Tanner, very much for bearing with me this week. Uh, I would like to thank the Bug Babies for bearing with us this week. Uh, we love and kiss you so very much. Um, thank you for coming along on the ride for hunk for it's for the October hunt for. Th- the it's called the October hunk. The October hunt for the hunks of the hunt for Red October. Yeah, and uh, it's what everybody's been clamoring for. It. It's what everyone asked for. It's what Sarah I asked for. Think and at this point, it seems as though I am keeping the sort of catalog now. Yeah. So who are some other hunks in this film? Well, and I, are we going to assume any actor in the film is a hunk? Or is it just got to be the boys? Well, let's explore here. Because I think what, we've, what we're turned on to now is the five main hunks. Yeah. Alec Baldwin, Sean Connery, Peter Firth, Sam Neill, James Earl Jones. Yeah. But Alec Baldwin is playing Jack Ryan, which I think... It opens up Harrison Opens Ford. up... Harrison Ford, Ben Affleck, Chris Prine, John Krasinski. So I'm going to give you a few ideas okay. from down the list. Great. And you can tell yeah. me what sounds best to you. Okay. It's complicated. Starring. It's not that complicated. It's actually Alec Baldwin and Meryl Streep in like okay. an old person rom-com. That sounds kind of fun. Entrapment, 1999. Catherine Zeta-Jones, Sean Connery, very sexy. Steve Martin's in it. It's complicated. And then pushing past that, 1998, Six Days, Seven Nights. And Hesh. Harrison Ford stranded on an island together. Oh yeah, classic, classic. Um, let's do it's complicated, and I think if we're gonna do once we start actually veering outside of the because because it it's pure to do an Alec Baldwin movie. Yeah, I think so. With the I think so. I think once so. we start veering into hunks that weren't technically in Red October but are allowed under the concept. I'm going to push for working girl because that's the whole reason this came up in the first place. <laughs> Fine. Fine. I think Six Days, Seven Nights is a great movie. Is it? I don't know. I saw it when I was a kid. Okay. It's uh, pretty hated on Rotten Tomatoes here. Yeah, but it's a Harrison Ford. That's too, it's too, we don't want to deviate too far from... People don't even know what uh, the hunk... They're still wrapping their heads around this. So doing an Alec Baldwin movie keeps us honest. Um, okay. Good. That's the plan, unless we change our minds. It's complicated. It's not yeah. that complicated. It's actually it's an not that complicated. Rom-com. Yeah, and honestly, I'm worried about you saying that because 2009. It's like Nancy 2009. Myers. So like they're probably our age. <laughs> no, I think the whole thing is they they're supposed they're oh, like that they're old. Well, that prime. makes it even worse. Yeah, <laughs> divorced with benefits. Okay, is the tagline. Nancy Myers. It's complicated. Great. Can't wait. Remember the last time we watched a Nancy Myers movie.
Uh, look who else is wow look who else is in this one what who? john krasinski perfect well that really there's opens two up jack ryan's in this one perfect perfect yeah that maybe we can just see how many jack ryan's we can collect in one film <laughs> yeah that would be great folks please subscribe to our patreon it's how we keep the lights on around here and it's good <laughs> yeah it's pretty good <laughs> it's only five dollars a month and um no we one get complains a new episode every week. Everybody is having a nice time. Yeah. And we sing the description. So check that out. It's patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. And join the Facebook group. It's uh, Baby Nation on Facebook. And rate and review the show. Um, uh, and subscribe. If you're not subscribed, please. Just, just do, do it. it. Just do it. Stop <laughs> it. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, like, that's no shade, but it's like, I, it's not how I listen to podcasts. It's yeah. like, it, it like pops into my head and then I search for it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to shame anyone. We love you so very much. Subscribe. And we kiss you all day long. Um, all that remains is for me to say that this week I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner Grinring. And I hope you find your half volley ever after. Pretty proud of that one. Half volley. Is that a tennis? Tennis Jack? <laughs> Yeah, what? Yes. Half yeah, I was falling. just leaving. Yep, no, that's a tennis term. Okay, yeah, good. We might be childhood friends, and I might drive you around the bend, but I'm sure as crazy kids will work it out in the end. I might kiss you on the lips despite your nose, but I guess that's how it goes. Let's keep falling in love with our strange bedfellows. Be very. <laughs>